Hi, everyone, and welcome to From Miles to Milestones podcast. My name is Masha, and I will be your host. On today's episode, we will be diving into the journey to run your first half marathon as a novice runner. I will share how I started my running journey, hurdles I faced in my training, and tips to train and run your first half marathon. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. To start off, I always grew up very athletic. I did rhythmic gymnastics and then dance all throughout high school and college. I consider myself to be a strong athlete, but one thing that I always felt I could not do was run. Distance running for me, any running at that point was always very difficult, and I never understood how I could perform a 20-minute piece on stage, but absolutely collapse after three minutes of running. And then for the last five years, I always had a goal of starting running and ultimately running a marathon at some point of my life. But before that moment comes, I felt that a 10K was my personal marathon as it was always a distance that just seemed unreachable. Ultimately, last October, after a big night out and with one of my worst hangovers, I signed up for my first 10K. I had about a month and a few weeks to establish some sort of running routine. It was a challenge to say the least, and it could be its own episode one day. But after completing my first 10K last October, I realized that running was very much accessible to me. And it was simply about the amount of training and consistency you put into it, the paces that you run, and the knowledge that essentially you carry into that training. I very quickly ran another 10K and knew that a half marathon and marathon were in the cards for me sooner than I thought. Last month, I ran my first half and am currently in my initial training for the Amsterdam Marathon in October. Now, that was a quick recap into my running journey, and now let's jump into my top 10 training tips to completing your first half. Tip number one, if you are even considering running the half marathon, then you can achieve it. I've read somewhere that if we have a desire to accomplish something, then it is meant for us. And that is one of my favorite attitudes towards life and goal setting in general. If something was not meant for us or just completely out of our reach, then we would not desire it and ponder about it on and on. Considering to run a half marathon or a full marathon at that point is not something you wake up and decide to do. It is something that many of us have been thinking about for some time. Therefore, if it's in the back of your mind, then it is meant for you to accomplish and you should definitely give it a go. Tip two, give yourself enough time. Continuing from the first point, even though you are capable of running the distance, it will require proper training and a strong lead up time, especially as a beginner runner. It is recommended to train between 12 to 16 weeks. This will ensure that you are not overwhelming your body, are building up your endurance, and are also training how to mentally run long distances. I gave myself roughly four and a half months to train for my half that I ran last May. And the longer lead up gave me more flexibility in my training and allowed me to take breaks from running while traveling and while working and etc. So it did not feel incredibly overwhelming training and also working and also having side hustles and other passion projects that I've been working on. Tip number three. Sign up for the 5Ks and the 10Ks. If you never ran a race before, definitely sign up for your local 5K and 10K. It is very important that your first race is not your big race being the marathon or the half marathon. 
the way you run on race day is often very different compared to how you train. At least I found them to be so. Running shorter races will give you a better idea of your pace and running tendencies. For instance, many speed up early in the race and burn out too quickly. If you fall into this category, better to identify it early and train to stay within your comfortable pace in the beginning and not try to match someone else, whoever's running by you during those races. Even though some run shorter distances for time, as a new runner, you run short distances for experience, endurance, and to just test out where you are in your training. Tip four, if you run, you are a runner. Don't be discouraged by others who may be professional runners, track athletes, and who have dedicated years into running. It is easy to think that just because you are new to something, you cannot take the identity of the thing that you are doing. Thinking that you can't run or shouldn't run long distance because you're not, open quotes, runner is the wrong approach to it. If you run, no matter how fast or how slow or how far, then you are a runner. Tip five, get running shoes. For a long time, I thought that since I am an amateur runner and only picked up the hobby recently, I did not need to invest in proper shoes. Unfortunately, I had to learn the very hard way after my first NK when I completely busted my heels, had throbbing knee pain and overall just crazy soreness. Yes, part of it was attributed to just running my longest distance at the time, but a large chunk was definitely due to just training and running in my gym shoes rather than investing properly in good shoes. Running shoes can cost you a pretty penny, but it is an investment you have to make when you're training and especially running on race day. You don't need the most expensive shoes, but don't hold back in investing in a good shoe. Best way is to just go to a good running store or sports store and have them fitted based on your foot's arch and how you run and the how you transfer your weight essentially while running. Tip six. Don't get discouraged and distracted by all the running jargon that you may hear from either your friends or from any training plans that you're looking into. So for instance, when I was picking up my first training plans for my 10K and the half marathon, there were a lot of different things that I didn't understand what they meant um, or rather how to either calculate them. And what I mean by that is, for instance, I would see a training plan and it would say, okay, you have to run this distance at your 5K pace and then this distance at your 10K pace and then this is your half marathon pace. And for someone who is just starting out, I had no idea what my 5K, my 10K pace was. I didn't know how to calculate that. And and yes, you can absolutely Google it. And they always tell you, it's like, you know, there are different ways to calculate that. But I think all of that is for someone who is training for either for time in addition to distance. And it's not something that you should be so worried, especially if this is your first big race. Um, that's just something that comes with comes in later. And I think even while I'm training for a marathon, it's something that I'm not entirely paying attention to just because for me, my marathon training is about building endurance and mileage rather than speed because I'm not going for time. I'm going to a healthy completion, hopefully, um, at the marathon. And there are also a lot of different runs. So there's a tempo run, a fartlek run, you know, your easy pace runs and those are important to incorporate in your training, but if that's not something that you are already familiar with, don't get lost in all of that and don't get discouraged just because you feel like this is a brand new environment for you because, well, this is a brand new environment for you and, you know, have clear goals into what you want to accomplish. And at this point, it's accomplishing the 13.1 miles. You just have to have the mileage and the endurance to actually complete one. Tip seven, 
cross train, especially weight train when you're trying to run longer distances. I've heard this tip myself when I was trying to find good plans for myself and also trying to find other activities to incorporate in addition to my running. And in the beginning, I didn't fully understand what was the point, or maybe that sounds a little silly, but I never truly understood the relationship between weight and weight training and running specifically until the second half of my training for my half marathon when I started cross training more efficiently when I really started to be very disciplined in terms of going to the gym actually doing my leg workouts actually doing my body my full body workouts my core um, and I've noticed how easier it was to carry those longer distances um, because I think when you are training for something shorter you might not feel the difference between you working out consistently maybe twice a week three times a week whatever your schedule allows you but once you actually start incorporating that the muscles that you're building you're just giving yourself a way stronger foundation to carry out those longer distances and it's also a very good way for injury prevention and make sure that your muscles are not getting injured from overuse essentially Tip eight is incorporate a good stretching routine. And that is before and after your run, especially with the longer runs that you have on your training plans. And also depending on how, how constantly you're running. So if you're running like four days a week, five days a week, back to back, very, very important that you are stretching your muscles before and after. And I used to be really, really bad at this, especially when it's also silly considering I'm a gymnast and a dancer, but that was just something that I thought, okay, if it's a short distance, you just go and run, uh, maybe do like a little stretch here and there, but essentially did not fully properly stretch um, dur during and, well, not during, but before and after. And I definitely found myself that on those runs or rather the next run that I would have, it would just be such a pain. I would just essentially be like killing my knees and my hips flexors and et cetera. So very, very important. And one thing that I've found that really works for me is incorporating hot yoga. And for me currently, it's actually more important than even training because I feel that my hamstrings and my quads are getting really, really tight. So, and that's been affecting how I run. And I've noticed that if I had a hot yoga session the night before or the evening before my long run, then it's definitely making a difference. Tip nine, following up the stretching is don't skip or undermine a warm-up even if you have short runs so crucial that you spend at least 15 minutes warming up your body especially if you're training in a colder climate and especially if you're training in a colder climate you know if you're winter training etc very very important to get your body moving before you even start running and last but not least tip 10 is essentially bad runs will happen more than you would like but don't let them deter you from your goal especially Early on, it would feel like you'll have more bad runs than good runs, and that is a total normal feeling. And when I say, what is a bad run? Maybe you couldn't go the full distance you planned to. Maybe that distance that you once were able to do more comfortably for some reason the next week just felt a lot harder to accomplish. And that's very normal. It, again, depends on also the temperature that you're running in, especially now. We're getting into a really warm season, so... Running in the heat, even if you're trying to beat it, changes the way that you run, um, the amount of sleep you get, and just again, you're physically, if your body, if your legs are sore from the night before or from the training before, that it would always affect it. I remember there was one really good 
nine mile run that I had. It was my weekend long run and I had a good morning routine. I woke up early. I had a good night's of sleep. I had really good breakfast, stretched really well. So it just seemed like I was taking all the right boxes, which is not always sustainable to do if you're running kind of, you know, super early mornings. But that I remember if we had a day off. So I had a really good kind of pre-run ritual and I thought, okay, I think this is what I have to do before every long run. And then the next week I had an 11 mile run and that 11 mile run was one of the hardest things that I've done. It was definitely harder and not enjoyable at all than even like the half marathon that I ran. And even though I remember looking back, I was so frustrated because I was like, I did exactly the same thing that I did a week before. I did this. I ate the same thing. I even wore the same outfit, but I just had a horrible, horrible run. And it was just absolutely aggravating because at that point, I only had like a, a week until my half. And I thought at this point, I'll, I might not even finish. Um, but yeah, that it totally happens. And that's okay. That means you're on the right path. So this concludes today's episode. And I hope you guys enjoyed a slightly different topic. And I am very excited to be talking more about running and my marathon training journey in the upcoming episodes. But for now, have a good rest of your day or evening and catch you all next time.